You're doing that right into the microphone? I was clearing my throat. We had like 14 minutes. I've been clearing my throat for 14 minutes. Listen, Andrew, I've been a little under the weather. You you have been. It's, Happy it's Monday, like, folks. It's like most of your Sunday mornings, just a week after mine, doing the same thing. <sighs> Only it wasn't stealing a sermon. It was just pretending to be sick. stealing your illness. It was different. My illness was a lot more uh, diarrheal in nature. Oh, what? We're not... I was like, it's a record. Yeah, that was a, definitely a, a brand new record. Ken's here. We can now begin. Sorry, guys. Jeff, uh, welcome, my friend. Kurt, thanks for, for hopping back on, buddy. No Monday morning work meeting because the boss is out of town. Bosses. Am I right? He's bossing right now on the show. Am I right? You are so, so right. Andrew, hey, it's been a wild it, week. It's It has. It's been a sad week. Ups and downs, but mostly downs. Like We, we talked on this show last week about the ministry ups and downs. Yep. And uh, then this week we experienced the ministry ups and downs. It's we been sure a weird did. week. It's been Yesterday odd. was Sunday. And this, this is The Morning After. Welcome to The Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, good morning, friends. We're glad you're here. We're happy to be here. So a week ago, we sat here, and with our little show notes that we fill out every week yep. about what we're talking about, we talked about the ups and downs of ministry weeks, and boy, did we get hit with that We did this week. I mean, last Sunday, mm-hmm. I spent the day with one of my favorite DYM people, Derry Prinkert at Disney, and our kids having a wonderful time. I saw him on Tuesday evening after you railed me on the show. You made me bite the curb, and you... Stepped on the back of my head in front of everybody. Yeah, because it wasn't kind. You broke a promise, and then uh, we went and hung out Monday. You went to play top golf, and I was sitting on my blue couch right over there, and I got the Slack message from a group that we're in that said yeah. that Allison had passed, and I texted you, and I said you either need to return because I had called you, but you were top golfing, and so you didn't answer. And I said you either need to. Yeah, when you said check the Slack, I knew that something important something had was happened, going on. and it was just the the highs and lows of here we're getting to spend quality time with yeah. one of our favorite DYM people that happens to be in town mm-hmm. and then we get the news of Allison passing and it's it's weird because when is. your friend dies or even let's, let's be real the world is mourning Kobe today and yesterday sure. and the tendency is to where what is your connection to that person and it's mm-hmm. so the tendency is to say here's this picture of me and that person and here's right. here's how I was connected and impacted and we make it about ourselves, and that's not good. But it's no. just been, it's been a weird, weird week. It has, and it's been a hard week. It's been one of those weeks, and, and you've reminded me this of this a couple of times this week, Andrew. Is those people who mourn without hope? Yeah, and it's just it's, kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's a, one of those feelings of wow. Okay, I I did a funeral on Tuesday, and this was you know a, a service that I did for someone who had passed in October, and there were some weird family dynamics, and right. so. They had not done the service until this past week, but it's it's weird, and this is not a happy, super bubbly way to start our show. It's not, but it's the reality of life, the reality yeah. of ministry life. Is that you, mourning is a part of life, and right. sometimes you mourn with hope, and 
Well, there's I mean, a whole lot of people that are mourning without hope. Let's be honest and real. The most of the people who tune into our show are ministers yeah. day in and day out. So this is this is a very real part of their life. I mean, how often in our DYM Facebook group are you seeing, hey, can you can you pray for me? Student past, mm-hmm. suicide, death in the mm-hmm. family. I mean, it's it's every day where we're lifting up people in prayer for, for walking through this stuff. And like the go-to resource that we send to people is, I think it's called Grieving with a Friend. And it's a message that Allison wrote after a student in their community up in Indiana died. And that's one that she sent to anybody and everybody. And yeah, it's, it's been a weird, weird week, but yet God is good. Here we are. We're here making silly jokes Mm -hmm. on a uh, Monday morning. So Tim, I like this. Tyler says the news on Allison and Kobe brought Psalm 9012 to mind, teaches to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. I mean, yes, that was way deeper than anything that we're going to say today. I, I think it was also appropriate. I, I think so as well. Um, Tim, last Sunday, mm-hmm. I talked about how Sunday morning I woke <clears> up <throat> thinking I'm not feeling well. What am oh, I going to do? Oh, boy. And then. I'm getting set up, getting ready for service yesterday, and I get the group text from you. Well, first Actually, it was first it was Ronald. It was Ronald feeling not well. feeling good, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'm right there with you." So, Tim, walk us through your uh, first of your all flu game. I'll, I'll walk you through my flu game. Uh, Friday night, my wife and I were out partying at Rock the Universe, which is very sad that I wasn't there. That's part of our show notes. Andrew was supposed later. to be there. I, we'll, we'll, I we'll, wanted to be there. We'll get to rock the universe. Uh, but also we knew it was, it was one of our only nights away. So we had to make rise of the resistance at Hollywood studios happen on Saturday. And if you're in the know for all things, Disney, then you know that the only way to make that happen is to oh, arrive at the park before six 30, I mean, six 30. That is the early. latest you can get there. You guys were in boarding group 10. That's <laughs> yeah. And it was accidental. Dairy caught my mistake. I saw that because I was still sleeping and, and our group text was going off. Yes. Yep. So that's at, at, right at seven o'clock. The park officially allows you to get on the app and join a boarding group for this once in a lifetime occasion, which is the greatest ride you'll ever experience. So can't wait. I'm going to do it one of these days. I forgot to add my wife myself to the group to ride the ride. So it was just my wife riding. And she would have gone without you. Totally. She wouldn't. <laughs> she said she wouldn't have. But I was like, babe, you, totally she ha- have. you have to. So it said you're a party of one, which terrified me because I went to do a party of two and it said we we're all filled up. This was at 710. So in 10 minutes, the entire ride for the day was gone. So I just said, let's just go tell them what happened. So we walked up to the entrance of the ride, and my wife put on the best performance you've ever seen. I didn't know it was coming. She didn't warn me. I went to buzz in, and they're like, oh, sorry, you can't. My wife goes, what? We did this at the exact same time. There's no way that he could. Stephanie Miller is a liar. No. She knew. She, she knew it was It was going. awesome. You would have been so proud. I would have been, but I, I mean. A- Tears brought to my, I mean, her, it was the performance of a lifetime. And we were boarding the ride after the the cast member said, oh, no, you're fine. Come on in. And I just, I I gave her the biggest hug out of gratitude. I also teared up on the ride. I I know that's lame, but. My wife, (sighs) my wife teared up when uh, Toy Story Land opened. That was so good. Because we got in the day before and it was like just one of these magical experiences. So you're allowed to turn. All right. So it was an early morning. We. We lasted as long as we Stephanie could all day. Isn't a liar. She's a performer. I agree. I agree. It was it was an amazing performance. Oh, that's that's fantastic. We got home in the afternoon. wasn't feeling terrific. Was the was the sermon done at this point? I mean, I sermon. I, was, I know. I know Sir, the, like the, the manuscript the, the, was the done. Manuscript was done. So like I had I had worked from yours. Mm-hmm. I whittled it down to about thirteen hundred words, and then mm-hmm. added a thousand. Oh, I was gonna say what? okay. So, that, so, there, so there was 1,300 of what you had already done. I added 1,000 from some other resources, and I didn't have slides done. And I, I like 
for things to look visually appealing. See, I do my slides Sunday morning. That's like my that which is, is what I had to do. I also had two videos I wanted to show pre and post sermon, so I had to get those done Sunday morning as well because Saturday about four thirty. Um, I took Thermaflu. You ever seen this oh, stuff? Oh, that'll knock you out. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. I, I was just like, these symptoms sound right. I put it in some hot water and I drank it. And about 40 minutes later, I called my wife in and said, can you re- read that label for me? Because I think I did something I shouldn't have done. <laughs> so at 4.50, I zonked on the couch, woke up at 9.30, rolled upstairs to the bedroom. That's difficult to do. I couldn't move. I was rolling. <laughs> rolled into my bed. Set my alarm for 6 a.m., got to church feeling awful. Did you awful, hear the, the, that there's, like, different strands of the flu going around this year? Oh, I'm there's well like aware. There's, like, the one strand of flu that women and children get, and then there's the strand of the flu that makes you completely useless to the world that, that men get. It's the same flu. It's just that uh, we respond very differently than our it, wives it, to getting sick. It hurts. It <laughs> knocks us out, okay? It, it does. It just does it something to us. It does. So I yes. woke up at 6 a.m. I, I rolled into church and the Lord gave me some extra strength, even though my voice was not there, wasn't feeling it. My mom and dad both were rock stars with some extra meds for me. So some Claritin D, some Zyac. I don't know. What, what is It's like these orange things that melt in your mouth. Yeah. It helped. So basically you've got church members slipping you drugs. <clears throat> church members slipping me drugs. That, and I, wow. and I, I didn't shy away. I opened the sermon with, I'm going to be honest with you, um, this sermon is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> Stephanie says it's called the man flu. Only weaklings get it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I told my congregation. Justin Lyquist says you have the Kung flu. <sighs> this sermon is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> it is either going to be. The Michael Jordan flu game, 1997 NBA Finals, Game 5 in Utah. Scotty Pippen just holding him. Or it is going to be Donald Trump on Twitter, a complete train wreck. <laughs> I, that line came out of my mouth, and then I thought about and it. And then you realized what you said and who you were saying it to? 75% of the people were laughing. Okay. So I, that's a win. And the other 25% are Not givers. <laughs> I then apologized for saying that and proceeded to preach. So my someone someone came up to me and said, um, I wouldn't say Michael Jordan flu game. I would say Freddie Mercury live aid. Did I ever tell you my I, I'll take that all day. My uh, that was a good line. It's a great. Line. I was just busy thinking about myself. So I couldn't acknowledge you were I'm trying. Sorry. You were like, when can I interrupt him? No. Did, did I ever tell you now my Donald Trump Nehemiah line? We were. In a series that I will reuse, seeing that I'm at a different church than I was last election cycle, um, and talked about, you know, if you don't think that God's word is relevant for the political climate of today, this morning we're diving into a, an entire book that is about one man trying to build a giant wall to make his nation great again. Oh, I preached that. And it got huge laughs. And I also had a couple come up to me after the church saying that they were leaving the church because I was too political. <laughs> was I, that? I made a joke about Nehemiah. Was that all you or was that some Andy Stanley in there? Um, the that. joke was me. The joke the, was you. I, I don't know what's happening. I'm hitting buttons. <sighs> yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. <sighs> That's good. Why are you texting right now? Stop it. Yes. I got a text comment that, yeah. You got a text. Oh, yeah. 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 Some people do that. Instead of commenting publicly for the world to see, they send us a private text message because what they wanted to say was probably not appropriate for all of the world to see. I'm not saying that's what it was. It might have just been a text comment from my wife telling me how handsome I look today. Well, I know that's not true. You don't know. 
I do know. You know nothing. Yes, um, it's great to open a sermon that way because then people, the exactly. expectations are the lowered. expectations are dropped, and it's like, ooh, wow, he yeah. didn't throw up on stage. Way to go. He suffered through it. Yeah. And then it was, it was um, didn't know you were sick. Like, it was, well, I could feel it. It was great stuff. That was beautiful. It was great stuff. Justin says, oh, it was inappropriate. It was Justin. And in case you're wondering who was texting Andrew, there (laughs) you go. It was Justin. I love you, Justin. Tyler says, was that joke, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, in your joke book? Oh, my joke book. How how could we possibly forget? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. had the... uh, Andrew, go ahead. Top seven. Go to the next topic. So, um, Tim, one thing that we were discussing this Mm. week, it seems to be weirdly... Wedding season, or you know, I had a little mini December wedding season, yes. and now I'm getting hit up for all these summer weddings, and and there's been a number of, of funerals, and we were discussing that there are few things in this world that seem to be inflation proof. Um, when you watch Home Alone over Christmas, because everyone watches Home Alone over Christmas, you think, wait a second, when they're paying for the pizza, because the pizza. In 1990, when Home Alone came out, is the exact same price that it is now 30 years later. The only other thing that is as inflation-proof is the honorarium that pastors are given <sighs> for weddings and funerals. Are we going there? We're going there. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not complaining. I don't gripe. Sounds like you're griping. I always tell people, like, oh, what, what do you charge? And I say, I don't. It's an honorarium, whatever somebody gives me. Um, you know, that's, I, that's fine and wonderful. Yep. Um, but... That crisp hundred dollar bill in 1990 mm-hmm. was worth a whole lot more than that crisp hundred dollar bill is worth in 2020. You mean that hundred dollar bill for six premarital counseling sessions, the run through the night before, the ceremony the day of? Yeah, but you were invited to both the rehearsal dinner and the reception. You get everything. You get you get so food you, and two nights away from your family. You're fed. You get tons of time away from your family, and you get a crisp hundo. I mean, it sounds like a pretty fair deal to so me. I've I've been given two. I I usually tell people, you know, well, you know, traditionally it's this. If I don't do a rehearsal, it's this. If I do, I don't feel like charging people for premarital counseling oh, makes sense because I'm okay. not an actual. Let's, let's go counselor. here. Tyler says I got a mug for my last wedding. I did. <laughs> I have received a gift card before, and it was not for much. <laughs> Jeff says, I always feel awkward when someone asks me what I charge for officiating the wedding. This is, this is, oh, we haven't have hit says, on this before. This Riley's is so doing awkward. doing wedding for his sister in November, so what would you charge? Um, just know that I, I would say that your Christmas gift to the bride and groom is contingent on the honorarium, Riley. Uh, Tyler says, the mug said, world's best wedding efficient. <laughs> That's, That's a solid one. Funny. That is a solid one, ties. I I've usually been treated fairly, but stiffed a few times. I've I've gotten yeah. uh, I've gotten a few zeros. I don't do premarital and recommend a counselor for that. My average has been around two hundred bucks. So I yeah. we've got it worked into our contract now. When you go through the church, that two hundred dollars of that goes to me. See, I have done two weddings here in this church ever. Um, it's, it's not a church that so a lot of people get married in. See, I don't, I don't, I haven't done, I think I've done one, maybe two outside of our church See, weddings. I, I haven't dealt with that. So most of them are now in-house. But, but you and, also were a youth pastor at your church for 10 years before true. becoming the pastor. Yep. So now I'm at the stage where all of my previous youth group kids at my last church are getting, are starting to get married. Um, lots of beach weddings, lots of... 
right you know random Steph says we uh, we put what our pastor charges in our wedding policy contract we just started doing that it has helped me tremendously because it's up front. You, don't, you don't have to say it I don't have to say it they can read it and it's I, all part of their total I have fee. our church's wedding policy back here behind me yep. and so like with that sure but yeah. I mean, while we're uh, while we're on the topic, Ooh, where is uh, where is tennis mentioned in the Bible? I have no idea. Second uh, Kings twenty verse four. Second Kings twenty verse four. That makes sense. And it came to pass mm-hmm. before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court. It's a, it's a court. That Isaiah, or did you mispronounce a name? No, oh, that's that's Isaiah. Yeah, I know sure how to is. read. I, and he was in the middle court. He was in the middle court. That makes sense. Not 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 liking like, that one. It's like at Wimbledon being at center court. It's Wimbledon, not ten. It's not a T. You got to wear all white. Um, well, what? Is, where is the first sports car mentioned in scripture? I have no idea. Throughout the land was heard the noise of David's triumph. <laughs> is a triumph a sports car though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even get that joke. Oh man, uh, Ken Leslie says, dudes. Just have written a page that states, I can't read this because it's on my phone and it's little, um, expectations, planning, and costs, including $200 for an officiant, $100 rehearsal, $200 premarital, and the room fees extra. Yep, that's $500 per Holy wedding. smokes. So the I, I think the, the most compensated mm. I've ever been was at a wedding that was like a location wedding. Sure. And you had to drive a little and bit. I had to drive a lot and it was like, a, hey, we want to do a rehearsal and this is several hours away. And you could stay on property where they were staying, which was super fancy, and I did not. And so they just gave me five hundred dollars, and it was to cover hotel and travel. That and covered all that expenses, stuff. though. Yeah, that's not no. That's not but, exactly the same. Who was the greatest babysitter mentioned in the Bible? Are we still doing these jokes? I don't know. David, he rocked Goliath to sleep. <laughs> the rock. It's coming at you. I mean, at least three per week. We we put the link in a couple weeks ago for. Where you could buy that book on Amazon. Yeah, but why would they need great. to buy it? We'll just read it to them. Jeff says a Triumph is definitely a sports car. Do you know what? I, he said it's definitely not a sports car. Riley says I gave Andrew a lot of money. I don't think Riley gave me any money. I don't think we gave him a wedding gift. It was cool, though. It was one of those. We're driving up to Arkansas. You Our presence is Riley, you didn't pay him? I don't think so. Oh, my. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I actually probably still owe him. Uh, uh, Jeff, you're like, the, I'm now raised, the Triumph is like the little British convertible, I think. I, makes sense. I'm not a I'm not a car guy. It I, makes sense. The I feel like the funerals that I have spent like the most time and effort on, because some families are prepared for a funeral and they've been through one before, right? And so they know that hey, this is this is part of the deal. Sure. In other families, like no one, no one thinks or plans ahead for a funeral. They just kind of happen. Right. And so the funerals that I've spent you know days upon days working on have been the ones that you show up at the end. And it's like and great. Thank you for being here. I did one that was like at a funeral home where you knew that the you know funeral homes, as our initial sponsor of this show, Dignity Memorial, will tell you. That's right. Funeral homes are not a non-for-profit company. Nope. They make a little bit of money. They sure do. They do great. And they do important work. Speaking so, of inflation proof. I was uh, doing a service at a funeral home with like six attendants in the service from the funeral home. So you know it was oh, yeah. five $6,000 to the funeral home yep. probably. And Every time. Walked out with a hug. 
Tyler says, do you guys have numbers for when people ask you to speak at camp so that we can just keep going with this? So yeah. how about speaking? I've, I've reached out when I've gotten the call yeah. to speak at a retreat. I typically will reach out to someone who's spoken at a similar size retreat and yeah. just kind of said, what have you what have you charged for? I mean, it's tough. I think is, it's a hard topic. Hundred bucks a day away from the family. Hundred bucks per message is the go to. Like if it's like for. Yeah, a, when we did our, if, it, if it's like you know a regular size camp or retreat yeah. or something like that, we did our elder retreat last week. I brought over a local pastor, mm-hmm. and I I just said, hey, I, I talked to my elders afterwards, and I said, look, I know we can't afford to pay him anything as a church, but can we all chip in and mm-hmm. give and just get, get him a hundred bucks? So mm-hmm. we that's what we did. I thought you know seven hours on a Saturday away from the family, yeah, crisp one hundo. That that's worth it. I mean, that's what an assistant manager at Tilly's at the mall makes twelve bucks an hour, right? It's not yeah. great, but, but it's something. It's that's a couple hours away from the fam. That's why it's an honorarium. It's to honor them. Honor. Justin says, honor. I'll take 10% of the fee in, in exchange for negotiating, negotiating a better fees. Oh, so now we've got a little bit of a little middleman going in here. Yeah. He'll take care of the business for and you. Again, Justin will take care of you. He is a former Marine, so he can... Uh, uh, you're never a former Marine. Yeah, he, that doesn't He make is sense. a Marine. Yes. Who could stab somebody if we needed him to richard doesn't have a set asks he leaves it up to the individuals who ask me to speak i've i've gone that route See, I, I just, for, for speaking hard. i've been sent like a here's a speaking contract does this work that one that's that way one's nice. e- that's way easier it's already set up than the let us you know negotiate but you know you do both this you is do both. this is the world that we live in tim yes jeff justin is establishing a management company yeah. Steph says, Richard, that's when you end up with a hug and a mug for all of your time and hard work. <laughs> hug and a mug. Hug, that's our, that is the next line of Morning After Ministry Show t-shirts. Hug and a mug. Hug <laughs> I would and wear, a mug. I would wear that shirt. Stabbing people is a very different skill set. I don't have it. Um, Tim, we've hug got so much else to talk about. Let's see. <clears throat> I told my I told my friend Lou that we would absolutely talk about Rock the Universe because I love Lou so much. If you don't know Lou, you should, especially if you're in the state of Florida or Georgia. He is the group sales for the, Universal the Resort, youth, the youth sales guy, youth group sa- youth sales yeah. group sales. He, yeah, youth sales in yeah, particular. He is. If you want to get your youth group at Universal Studios for Rock the Universe, yep. I think that we need to like work out some kind of like a D now thing at Rock the Universe. We should. Like you know, we totally should. get a get a weekend built, same kind of thing as Rock the Universe. But Lou is just he loves loves youth pastors. He and does. Will bend over backwards to get kids in the park, and yeah, he if it, you're, he if you're planning, Rock the Universe yeah. this past weekend, it was I fun. couldn't go because of just the busyness and craziness of the week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I mean, he is so incredibly generous to youth pastors and wants to do anything to impact student ministry absolutely awesome hey graphic design peoples out there if you send us um, a mock-up t-shirt for a hug and a mug we uh we could potentially get a couple ordered we just need someone to do the graphic for us get our logo (laughs) on there i think it's a great shirt hey seriously lou thank you for the milkshakes he has promised he said look if you're a youth worker and you're coming to a park hit him up and he will take you to mel's and buy you a milkshake and we've experienced it sure enough every time it's true he does just that he gets you a milkshake and uh Asks what they can do to better serve your group. Yep. What they can do to, you know, set you up to win and have those important faith conversations. I've never had a theme park executive pray with me before. He prays with um, me every time. And that's that's just Lou. He came over to your church for the National Day of mm-hmm. Volunteer Youth Ministry Training. Yep. He's, he's just awesome. So 
Becky, you were there. Why didn't you, you should have said something. You could awesome have some event. Becky could have but, milkshakes with us. Yeah. It's great. The dates for 2021 are set. I believe he said it is the week before the Super Bowl. I, was say, I think that's the plan is to do it you know, between championship week and Super Bowl week. Yep. And that's it's what's going to work out best. It. So it's happening again 2021 if you don't have plans yet. Um, Lou is make not them. like the insurance guy on the office. He's not Lou Grotti. <laughs> I'll have a side salad if it comes on top. I will send it back. Have the, the gabagool. The gabagool. Oh, my gosh. What a great episode that was. It was a great episode. It really was a great <laughs> and episode. And Andy's the mechanic wearing the loafers. <sighs> I just love them. We've, we've got some more goodies on here for you we want to get to. Um, I I met with a social media guru of a local church last week who, in my opinion, are doing a great job they, on social media. They are. They're, they're killing it. And it's him. It's <clears throat> all our friend, Hefe. It's not all him. He's got a team. He's got it's a... only Hefe. <sighs> Jeff, I love you. Thank you for the time. No. Although you should be thanking me, I paid for your lunch, but you, um, you, you gave me knowledge and insight. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about let's social talk. media because you don't do it and I, I do. Well, I mean, let's just I go there. I don't do it well. That's like been a big struggle of We're specifically not personal accounts, but church yeah, accounts, no, church, ministry, our, ministry our, related accounts. Our church account is not good right now, and and it stinks and it makes me sad, but. It's it's what it is. It's uh, so. Where is it on your list of priorities? Where is it on yours? Where is it on yours? How important is I think your ministry social I think media it depends account on accounts the role somebody's playing. Like as a a youth ministry, I think as a youth pastor, you have more time there. Hopefully, you're not the only person on stage ever holding a microphone, um, and you can you know be taking pictures back from the sound booth or whatever. If I am not like on a Sunday morning unless I'm pulling out my phone and like taking pictures of the band from the front row, which isn't really, which is not what, which is not what you want to happen. No, the um, lead pastor should not be I snapping. Should, the I photos. should not be taking pictures during the service. And so I post pictures and videos when people take them and send them to me, but I would love to have a stockpile of usable images to plan stuff out weeks and weeks in advance. Like you get to do, but you also have a professional photographer. I do. That is uh, volunteering to take lots and lots of pictures of Christina your Kulak Photography brings her camera almost every single week. She typically Ooh, attends one, serves one. This conversation with Brady uh, is concise and super helpful. If you are interested in this conversation, Frank Gill just did a conversation on 15 Minutes with Frank. Ooh, that's um, good. With Brady Shear from, and I'm forgetting what the name of his company is. He's up in Toronto. Um but brilliant, brilliant stuff. Go listen to 15 Minutes with Frank about this. Richard yeah. says, I have my limits on youth pastors who are no longer youth pastors. Two is my limit. Sorry, Frank. Blamed him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but like, we're all still youth pastors. At heart. I still laugh at poop jokes and make them on this show on a regular basis. <sighs> you do. I do. Andrew, after I met with... Jeff, I developed a, a social media strategy and a plan. See, and you and then I send that over to and me. And then I so met I can... with uh, my my team who is going to help me. Hopefully, they're going to help me because I'll just be honest with you. I'm I'm tired. Yeah, like it's you, it's a lot. You post every morning at like seven thirty. You wake up before I'm you. Not, before, I'm not scheduling anything out yet. I'm working on getting a schedule and doing all the things I should be doing. Before you get out of bed, hmm? you post something from the church account every day. Every day. I do not. You do not. I typically I post two to three not. times a day because I know the algorithm on Instagram is you need to post at least twice a day I, to have a, even a shot of people seeing your I stuff. I post twice a week. 
maybe on a good week. It's exhausting, but I I would argue that it's necessary right and, now. And I'd say it's being effective. You know, you're whether it be talking to people at the about the cross or whatever your social media strategy Six. is is working. Six people yesterday came because of the cross Facebook post. That's that's I, I get th- that's three like, percent of your congregation. That's a big chunk. Yeah. That's, that was I, a, that was from a conversation on social media. Uh, another gal came because she posted in a, a Trinity chat. I'm looking for a church, and I was the only pastor that said, "Hey, I'm the lead pastor at Lakeview. Why don't you come check us out?" There were 300 comments on her post, not one from another pastor. And she was at our church on Sunday, and then messaged me last night and said, "Can't wait to see you again next week." Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I no, you're it's that's where people live. The like uh, the yellow pages or board signs or whatever. Sure. That. There's still probably some effectiveness, I guess, white pages. I don't white, know. Pages? white pages? That sounds pages. racist. I don't know. Um, but there's still some effectiveness in that. But social media is where people live, especially people under the age of 42. It's still exhausting. It's exhausting, yeah. It doesn't and, It doesn't take away from it. It's, it's, it's necessary and exhausting and at the same time. it was so nice as a youth pastor when I could be like, hey, you, eighth grader who posts all day every day, yep. let me put our Instagram account on your phone and Wednesday nights just <sighs> go nuts. Right. And... As youth pastors, I, shouldn't we be doing that? Yeah, but you've as, got a responsible student who can just kill exactly it just as to do as that. a lead pastor, I have not found that eighth grader. <laughs> That's what I need. I would love for an eighth grader. And, and, and it would probably be better than what it is now. And, and, well, it would be. And truthfully, the best person to do that, we have a sophomore girl in our church who would kill it, but she's in the praise band, so she and can't so be. She's like she's. The, she could take praise band selfies. She could. Like, hey, we're here practicing early in the morning. Andrew, but, speaking of exhausting, I think you were a bit exhausted last week. I was week. a bit exhausted. We're going to talk about like... being exhausted. But first, we need to talk <sighs> about okay. some things that are making the show possible, sure. including... Oh, no. What did I do? I don't know. We have things that make the show possible, including... I was supposed to... Uh, let's see. Well, just click something else. We have other things that make the show possible. I don't know. But I wanted to show the picture of I Still Believe. Andrew still believes. I still believe. It's in theaters in March. The Jeremy Camp story. You need to go see it. It was exciting. I saw it. Take your last spouse. Week. Take, take, your, spouse, youth take group, your youth group. Reserve a theater for your church. Do it all. I still believe in theaters in March. It's a great film. You're going to be surprised by some of the people in it. because In a world where Jeremy Camp sings amazing songs. There you go. Was that pretty good? That was good. Yeah. I can't tell. I don't know where the graphic went. But oh well. Take your youth group. Do you know what? I do know where it went. It was on my desktop and If you still believe in good Christian filmmaking. Go see I still believe. It's coming in March. Sure. Sea Salt and Oil Company, make you and your spouse smell better. Is that I, it? I don't think that's that's everything. The copy they gave us to that, read. That is the exact copy. Check them out on Etsy, Sea Salt and Oil Company. Sea Salt and Oil. You will company. not be let down. You'll be lifted up. Because, like, salt makes the water That's right. more buoyant or something? It's a, it's I don't a, know. It's a density thing. It's a density thing. See, salt oil company. You will be lifted up. Be less dense. DYMU. Instant training for you and your team. Hashtag train your team. Get everybody speaking the same language. Get the same priorities set for each and every one of your people so that you may better serve your students and you can multiply yourself. If or you're a youth worker yourself, and you're not using this. You want to multiply or duplicate? Both. I think you should duplicate first and then multiply. Everything. Whatever. DYM University gets your volunteers prepared to serve Conference students. Conference level training. For your volunteers. 
at a, at a fraction of the cost. It's a great thing. You need to do it. Yeah. Give Central is the easiest and fastest way to collect funds for your church, whether that's tithes and offerings, registrations and payments. There is no faster or more effective way than Give Central. You need to check them out. I really Go do. Go to GiveCentral.com. Did you know, Andrew, that we are a proud, 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 proud part of the DYM podcast network? I had a few more prouds in me. I didn't. We um, we have friends and family and neighbors that are just incredible podcasters. We don't and, have any neighbors that I are in mean, there. Spiritual neighbors. I, we were just talking about Frank's newest show, the YM Hacks. Show YM Hacks out last killing week. it. He's was killing it. Such a good show. Yep. There's so many things that you need to listen to. So many important conversations um, that are way more serious than this one. So go way check out all the other serious. shows on the DYM Podcast Network. And yes, yes Austin, we are proud. We are very proud. We are proud. So we're, we've been talking a little bit about ministry exhaustion, and some of that happens when you don't protect your nights out. Um, Andrew, how many nights out it was bad. were you last week? Because it, you were telling me your schedule, and I mean, I thought I was going to have to have an accountability partner moment with it you. It was bad. So An actual like conversation with you about this. We, we are doing Financial Peace University at our church right now. FPU. And so we are in the class, but also kind of facilitating the children's ministry side of things because my wife leads our children's ministry. And so, yes, we're there, but I was playing multiple roles last week. We also, had, it's a weird season in the life of our church where uh, Shirley, who is my dear friend who works with me, her husband passed last Monday as yep. well after a lengthy battle with illness. And so I've been, you know, like on a night that she would have been the point person for our encouraging women ministry. I was you were stuck was, encouraging women. I was the point person for encouraging women, so I was locking up and turning off stuff and things because it's just the life of a church. That, Better that, than that, discouraging that, them. That, <laughs> that, that, that is happens. the life of the church. It, yeah, that happens sometimes, and it's what we talk about. It's rhythms and seasons, not. But so this has been one of those busy couple of weeks. So Monday night. You were out. Monday night, um, Melissa is here for a ladies' Bible study. Right. And so um, I'm not at home with family because well, she didn't and the boys you, are here. Didn't you run youth group Sunday night? I ran Sunday night. Uh, last last Sunday I was at Disney, but last night I ran youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday night we had something, and I don't remember it what was it was. It was every night. Wednesday night we had an elders meeting. Oh, yeah. Thursday night. We, so it was on when you were trying to get me on Thursday afternoon. You're like, hey – just come to rock the universe with us tomorrow night. I said, Tim, tomorrow night is my first night home with the family. I didn't push the issue in eight nights. I could have, we had not been home as a family together in more than a week, which is why I didn't go the previous Sunday and you gave me a hard time about it. So, well, a day at Disney with the whole family. It's not like it was, Hey, bring all six of you to rock the universe. It was me and Melissa. Of course. Who had been dumping off our children on my poor unsuspecting parents or welcome Kenton. Glad you're out of that long staff meeting. Me too. You're just in time to talk ministry burnout from long staff meetings. <laughs> but so it was just, it was a night that I would have loved to be over at Rock the Universe doing universal things. And who was playing on Friday night? I know I had the, I didn't ever do the breakdown of Switchfoot my, was rocking. I love Switchfoot. Switchfoot's always good. But uh, so we just needed a night to do family stuff. And so as a family, we went uh, over to Ikea. And Swedish uh, meatballs. had some Swedish meatballs and Lingerburger, Lingerburger? Mashed potatoes. Like, Lingerberry, not burger. <laughs> Lingerburgers. Whatever. That sounds delicious as well. They have a new uh, veggie burger on the kids' ministry, on the kids' ministry, kids' menu. Kids' men. Um, kids' men. It's the kids' men. We did not eat that in my family, but so we just spent a night with the boys running around Ikea, and I think we bought like $12 worth of stuff, but... 
we spent the night with them climbing with the into fam. every bed. And at one point, in one did of, you climb into the beds? I didn't climb into any of the beds, but one of the, you know, look how we made this six hundred and fourteen square foot apartment work for a family of four. One of those kinds of little rooms, uh, houses that you walk through. Yes, um, we did get all five boys, like my four children and myself, hiding in the shower from my wife. So that was exciting. It was speaking of beds. I, I even offered you a bed. You did Friday you, night. You were like, "Hey, I said we we'll can split a room. We will. We will do two queen beds." And I was voice texting at that point, and my wife said, "How dare you give up my spot for Andrew?" Because she knew immediately <laughs> that it would have been you and I. Yeah, I mean, obviously, her and Melissa. Um, there was a group in the uh, or a post in the DYM Facebook group this week that said, "Like, is it weird slash wrong for couples to split hotel rooms?" And it was a very funny conversation. I don't know who it was, but it was... I'll have to go back and look at that. Oh, it was funny. Have we ever done that? No. No. No, we have not. Seems odd. You and I have spent a whole lot of time in hotel rooms (laughs) together, but never with both of our wives or with either of our wives. Uh, 10th Avenue North had a great set as well. I don't know why you're laughing. I just thought it was funny. It it is funny. (laughs) And it would have been very funny because we know that the moment you get into a hotel room... The clothes come off and the robe goes on. Everybody knows I'm a robe guy. Like, this is no <laughs> surprise. I've so, been a robe guy for many, was, many years. That was the real motivation for me. You know that was one of my going. all-time favorite Christmas gifts this year from my mother-in-law. I, she when, gave me a Jacksonville Jaguars when we robe. we were trying to launch the show and brand it, we got T-shirts eventually. Oh, but, but I, the spent, first thing we priced out were We priced out morning after ministry robes for months. Tell or, me you would how, rock a morning after ministry we, show robe. How do we make this work? They're $20 a robe. Like, that is hard to front the cost for that. I know. We'd have to take pre-orders. Like, go fund Could me. We? Go, go fund me. Well, if you, uh, morning I after mean, robes. You know I, I know you are. <laughs> so I on board for this. I know you are ready. <laughs> I'm ready, to, uh, and you're probably ready because it's 1145. It's 1145. I think we've talked about everything we were supposed everything. to talk about. Uh, Jeff is in for a robe. Okay. It would look great. All right. So we've got two things for you graphic design peeps. One, send us a mock-up of a robe and one, a mug and hug. Mug and a hug? Mugs and hugs. Mugs and hugs. (laughs) That sounds interesting. All right. It's uh, it's way past your bedtime, folks. Get back to work. Time to go to work. Yeah, that's It's Monday. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. We'll be here. See you.